Welcome to the Couch Tower M. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Thank you for coming down, my friend. Yeah. Last time I sat on a couch like this was on the internet, but we won't go into no, that right now. No, we don't. <laughs> there we go. There it is. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. I hope there's no young people listening. Oh, we've sworn them off anyway. So what do you... What? Give us a, a brief uh, cryptic description of what you've got packed as a whole without giving away any specific tunes? Um, yeah, well, uh, last minute edition. Uh, obviously, Simon can't make it. So, um, had to kind of uh, dumpster dive through my vinyl, which uh, <laughs> unfortunately, one of my previous houses had a um, massive case of flooding damage. Um, so, I've basically gone back to the, I don't know, the start of like my music journey for a little bit. Um, so, I've got some hip hop. Um, of course. Then a substance masterclass. Here we so go. it's all the electro <laughs> bangers that we used to uh, play at um, substance. So for those for those listening uh, who don't know the background between Tara and I, Tara and I started and with with Simon and a few of the others who started up a night called Substance. Uh, t- oh, I was going to uh, say 20, 20, 207? Jesus, two oh six. A little while, a couple of years ago. Yeah. We don't need to go into specifics. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. And, and it was a good. It was a one of my fondest memories of. Um, well, it's where I cut my teeth DJing. I met Taryn through Hard Candy when he did, was it when you got a residency there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, playing at HK, and that was before I was a DJ. And then we started up Sus- Substance, and that's kind of where I learned how to play in a nightclub. And the rest is history, as they say. Yeah. No. And so yeah, going on from that. Then just gonna go back to the um, hard candy and PhD days. And yeah, you a, are. Got a few, uh, got a few um, odd, odds and socks. So I haven't gone for my usual collection of um, jams, but I've just pulled out some stuff that you know people might not have heard for a while. A couple of odd bootlegs nice. and stuff that I used to play out. So yeah, but we're gonna start it off. Um, yeah, with a band that if you're a friend of mine, you know, they're extremely uh, deep to my heart, which is uh, the Beastie Boys. Um, so this was the first album on vinyl that I ever got when I, when I was a kid, 1989. So Ever? I, yeah, ever. So the backstory to that was my brother was a mad hip-hop and heavy metal kid back in the days. Mm-hmm. And so he came home with Paul's Boutique um, and... Absolutely hated it. And he, being the younger brother, is just like, have a listen to this. If you like it, you like it. If not, just put it on the shelf. Yeah. So once I got more into the Beastie Boys and got involved on that, um, involved in that journey that they the, the band had, Paul's Boutique is just like the most unbelievably well put together album. Um, and what a lot of people don't know is that it's the first... Um, <laughs> The first record that basically was uh, allowed to be made using um, samples uh, that had been cleared from record companies. So there was a court case prior to the Beastie Boys releasing this album and then the Beastie Boys went to clear all the tracks through Capitol Records and they all got greenlit due to a court case that had gone on. And the estimate now for this album to be made, if you were to, it's it's similar to the Avalanche's um, story. Uh, it's if you tried to make this album now and cleared all the licenses, you're looking at around six million dollars. That's right. So this song is 
I had no idea about the court case. Yeah, so there was, it wasn't between the Beastie Boys or Capital. It was mm-hmm. a it was a court case about with somebody else, mm-hmm. but that cleared the way for this album to be released. But Amazing. This album came out of the Beastie Boys being in pur- purgatory after releasing uh, License to Ill. So they released License to Ill, and then Capital were expecting a follow up. They split from Rick Rubin, moved over to LA, and they just you know got on the got on the party scene there. Ran into two dudes, the Dust Brothers, and then another guy, Marlon Catalato Jr. Yep. And they spent two years recording this album and it flopped big time. Yeah. Like, and you listen to it now and you're just like, how could this, like, how could this have flopped? It like, was just wrong for the time, I think. Yeah. And not what people are expecting them to do. But what I also love about this is this album was that it was the last album that the Beastie Boys, um, and they acknowledge this as well. It, they were still growing, and so they were still mildly misogynistic um, to the point that we're in a communication they actually turned around and apologised in a lot of their songs for the way that they talked about women. Mm-hmm. Uh, example off Paul, Paul's Boutique was uh, Hey Ladies, and then also on Licence to Ill uh, Girls. How old? They were so, so young at this stage. Like yeah, so they were, only, they were 18, 19 when they released... Uh, Licensed to Ill, and then I think 21, 22 when they released this. So but they were they were catapulted to f- fame. From Madonna, yeah, because they got on yeah they, they toured with toured her, didn't with Madonna, they? Madonna, yeah. yeah, yeah, for some reason. So, but yeah, so this is my absolute favourite tune off this um this album. Um, it's called Shake Your Rump. Um, and this is also if you're into the Beastie Boys, it's the first video clip where they started using fisheye cameras and fisheye lenses and then they became known as the band that uses fisheye lenses in was, every single effing video they have. Was this Spike Jones influence? No, this no, was before, this was shot before. on a eight millimeter on the top of a roof. That's it. It's just them running around high as oh, was F it? on Coke just Hang on, <laughs> was it at their house, their mansion that they owned at the time or something? No, like they that? were leasing that from uh, oh God, who was it? I'll find out on the on the in between the tune, but they were leasing the house or renting it. And they filmed Hey Ladies yep. there because it's got the the house had a pool. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. the back of the the back of the pool backed onto the guest house, and you went down into the basement of the guest house, and there was a glass panel, and you could see into the pool underneath it. Oh yes, <laughs> yeah. yeah. They speak about this on the, uh, like in the, the book. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, so this is um, Shake Your Rump by the Beastie Boys. Nice. <laughs> Yeah. 
Shouts to everyone in chat. I see you, Sash. I see you, Trevor. I see you, Laura. I see you, Marin. I see you, Yana. Lynn. Mm, who'd I miss? It's a whole of other people I don't know. Welcome if this is your first time joining in. Blanket Man. Yes. There's some old heads around. I know why you're here. For the hard trance, right? Now, do you guys think that that'll be the only B-Boys tune that Taryn plays today? I can almost guarantee you it won't. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right. So, I'm going back to the start for them. Um, we're going back to License to Ill. Um, I'm doing this chronologically because this was actually the last Beastie Boys album I got into. I, I, I went Paul's Boutique, Ill Communication, Check Your Head, and then to... Um, What's in the Galacticon? Hello Nasty, yeah. Did and you so, did you rate Hello Nasty? Uh, it it's was my favorite. It was a it was it was different. <laughs> yeah, very I, experimental. I, I rate to the five boroughs more, to be completely oh, honest. R- how rude. Yeah. How rude. No. When That's you know a good people, album, but when you know the when you know this uh, like intergalactic and body moving, especially the Fat Boy Slim remix, is amazing, right? Yeah. But you when you know that the Beastie Boys split from all of their producers and went did to the Five Boroughs on their own in a studio in New York. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's impressive. It, the more you listen to it, because I hated it when it first came out mm-hmm. and then started listening to it some more. Yeah. Got into it. it. To the Five Boroughs always reminds me of the Melbourne Gang Wars because I just purchased that album when I was hanging out at a person's house in Brunswick and I rocked up one day and someone had been killed across the road. Yeah, you you know you know exactly who I'm talking about, and I literally just purchased the album. So whenever I listen to it, I would cast back to that, and they featured that scene in Underbelly. <laughs> well, don't worry, there won't be any PTSD for you no, because good. this is when the Beastie Boys stop. So. Okay, but I've gone yeah back to License to Ill, and this is my fa- my pick on the album, which is Hold It Now, Hit It. Um, that 
just cowbell can that is in it the whole time and the breakdowns with Mike, uh, sorry, Ad-Rock doing the vocals, the vocal high-pitched vocal sneezes, I'm going to call them because they're just the most inaudible mess. Sneezes? Yeah, because it's an inaudible vocal mess. Uh And if he can make up a fucking word like, what was it? Cinematical. (laughs) I'm allowed to use sneezes. (laughs) <laughs> Good. So yeah, so this is um this is hold it and hit it by the Beastie Boys. All right. There we go. Oh, that one's flat too, isn't it? Actually, Alex, this is your um, Chris Kingle party for me, for present for me from two years ago. Yeah, yeah. Nice few joints, mate. Was that a, was that an original or a, a remix? No, that's the original. Is there a remix? Because that Hey Leroy sample. 
I think that's been used by other people oh. repetitively. The, it sparked memories of a really annoying <laughs> tune that just sampling that, hey, Leroy, hey, Leroy. Yeah, I probably got it. Yeah, Good probably. Story, <laughs> that was a fizzer. <laughs> What's up next? All right, so we're going to my second love in hip-hop, which was The Notorious B.I.G. Nice. So... I don't have any of his stuff on vinyl except for one tune and there's a pretty cool fucking backstory to this vinyl. So if you just have a look at this. Mm-hmm. So it's an original yeah. promotional copy of Who Shot You and Dangerous MCs. Old school. Yeah, so I picked that up in New York at a flea market while I was there. Um, the guy who had it was selling a whole heap of country records. <laughs> that was sticking And out. didn't realise how much this was actually worth because it's actually worth a fair amount now. So the song that I've got is Who Shot Ya, which it's a bit of a grimy tune for Notorious, mm-hmm. um, but I actually am glad that I put it in because if anybody follows the whole East Coast, West Coast um, clashes during the 90s uh, and early 2000s between him and Tupac, this is actually the song that triggered it. So this is the song this that... Tune. This is the song that Tupac fought uh, Notorious B.I.G. had actually written for him uh, yeah. after Tupac had been shot in New York stu- in the New York studio while Notorious B.I.G. was recording Not Juicy. I think it was Suicidal Tendencies. Mm-hmm. So B.I.G. put this song out after Puck had been shot and Puck already thought kind of that Tupac had had something to... Uh, sorry. Puck had thought Notorious B.I.G. already had something to do with the shooting in the studio. And then he released this and then uh, the head of... Suge Knight. Suge Knight and Tupac both got together and I think they used this song as a reason to go after the East Coast. Mm. Um, Don't get me wrong, I love Tupac's stuff as much as I love Notorious B.I.G.'s, but... It just kind of seemed a little too convenient that they'd use this to latch on. Had Puck done... Hit him up. No, hit him up was done straight after this. <laughs> what in rebuttal? Yeah, that is the the biggest this, that's tune the I've biggest ever hate heard. song ever. Yeah, especially the sickle cell <laughs> reference. <laughs> it's so Just bad, so bad. Yeah, but so good too. Yeah, we knew <laughs> we knew it off by heart in high school. Yeah, I, st- I still do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a classic. But I just want to watch the f bomb count yeah. on here, so I'll let the music do all oh, of okay, that. Okay, okay. <laughs> Oh, I love that crackle. Can hear sweat trickling down your cheek. Your heartbeat sound like Sasquatch's feet. 
thundering, shaking the concrete. Then the shit stopped when I fall the plot. Neighbors call the cops, said they heard mad shots. Saw me in the drop, three and a quarter. Slaughter, electrical tape around the daughter. Old school, new school, need to learn though. I burn, baby, burn like disco inferno. Burn slow like blunts with yayo. Feel more skins than Idaho potato. Niggas know the lyrical molesting is taking place. Fucking with B.I.G. it ain't safe. Uh, I make your skin chafe. Rashes on the masses. Bumps and bruises. Blunts and land cruisers. Big Papa smash fools. Bash fools. Niggas mad because I know the cash rules. Everything around me, two Glock nines. Any motherfucker whispering about mine. And I'm Brooklyn's finest. You rewind this. Bad boys behind this. What's up, Cookie? Thanks for joining us, man. Julie, whoever else is in chat. Get Swiss cheese up. Click to tech respect. I demand it. Slip and break the 11th commandment. Thou shalt not fuck with your C Papa. Feel a thousand deaths when I drop ya. I feel for you like Shaka Khan. I'm the dawn. Pussy when I want Rolex on the arm. You'll die slow but calm. Recognize my face so there won't be no mistake. So you know where to tell Jake. Lame nigga, brave nigga. Turn front page, nigga. Puff Daddy flips daily. I smoke the blunts, he sips on the bailies. On the rocks, choke blocks and christenings. I'm a cop in the fire position. Come here, come here. Open your fucking mouth. What's next? It's, it's hard to come off the back of something like that. Uh, I, I've got it. <laughs> that's a good, like, th- that's a really good. A biggie tune. If you're gonna have one biggie tune, that's just, about as raw as a biggie yeah, tune will get, so, right? He, he's normally normally in his flows and stuff. He's a little bit humorous with it. No matter like no matter what he's doing, I think this and that and suicidal tendencies are like two of the you know darkest yeah. songs that you'll you'll hear him do. Mm-hmm. Like, and then the rest of it's got like even if it's you know sensitive matter, it's still you know spruced up a little bit. The it way is, the yeah. only way you can do. So the next one. I'm trying to get a peek on it. Okay, so it's the Beat Nuts, and it's and it's uh, Watch Out Now. So I chose this song because I just laugh at the fact that um, Trackmasters and Jennifer Lopez uh, didn't steal this song. This didn't steal the sample for this, but they used the sample from. Uh, they use the sample, which is the Jenny from the Block tune. Uh, what? The sample from that. So after the, Jenny from the Block was released, they used this first. So they released it first. Jennifer Lopez then released Jenny from the Block. Who produced Jenny from the Block? Uh, Trackmasters. Oh, so that they produced the sample got they, taken by Trackmasters and Jennifer Lopez yeah. after the Beat Nuts had used it. Gotcha. So the Beat Nuts wrote a diss tune about Jennifer Lopez using this tune. And then there's some 
like fodder that apparently they got into like an argument and <laughs> at a club with Trackmasters. <laughs> and if you've seen Big Pun and the Beat Nuts, they're not people that you really nah. would want to fuck around. I don't know with. what the beat, I don't know what the Beat Nuts look like, but I know what Big Pun looks like. Yeah, so Big Big Pun. That's Fat Joe. <laughs> Why is Fat Joe dead? So, yeah, so, but this is one of. He's too fat. So, the Beat Nuts can go either way with their tunes. They can either go really, really heavy cholo gangster. Yep. Or they can do really, really good party tunes. Man, I don't. And I this don't, is a really, really good party tune. So. Well, maybe I do by ear, but not by name. No. Oh, here we go. Watch out now. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. Iconic. I just want to chime in with J-Lo. I should use the Henry Say's book as a coaster. Do you know where that sample of the flute came from? I was looking at it before, but I, I can't recall it oh, off the top of my head. I don't know. I was just wondering. Pretty dope, though. It's very good. It's a very iconic flute. <laughs> Not as iconic as Ray Flute. <laughs> Alrighty, so this will be my last uh, hip-hop tune. Um, 
Gonna go with a dude I literally know nothing about except that he comes from Oakland because he'll tell you about 15 times in every song that you listen to of his. Um, but this song's been used by a lot of mash and hip-hop DJs. It's only the really song that he had lift off the ground. Um, Z-Trips used it a lot. Agent 86 used it in his... Um, what was that really, really thumping the first... Uh, I know the oh. one you're talking about. Bugger. That's Whatever cool. it is, that mix. Yeah, but this is too short. So, and this is um, blow the whistle. And how? Do, how oh, I know this tune. Yeah. I was just going to say, how'd you how'd you find it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's fucking everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of iconic sounds, oh, the bloody needle, bloody needle's gone again. Hang on. Hey, I'll do it. Hang on. You ch- chat to him about the tune. I just told you that I really know nothing about this tune except I like it. <laughs> so I could tell them how much I like this tune. It's really, really good. I like it a lot. No, forward. There you go. <laughs> we did it. Were you at the house party where someone actually had a whistle and we were listening to the Z Trip mix where this was on? Blow the whistle. And now every time I said blow the whistle, they'd be like, shh, shh, on the whistle. Was that you? Yeah. Yeah, it was you. <laughs> I, go, I, was just, I was just like, it could only be one person that would do that. Superpowers, rap 225,000 hours. Get a calculator, do the math. I made a thousand songs that made you move, yeah. And for the last 300 months, oh, it's the clean version. Me on the front, and they bump. Where you get your beats? I heard 93 rappers say, like me. Two singers and 10 comedians, and I'm still gonna yell it every time you see me in. What's my favorite word? Why they gotta say it like short? You know they can't play on my court. Can't hang with the big dog, stay on the porch. Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. Where you get that from? Grab a mic, spit one. Let me hit that MC8 ball and MJG. Keep spitting that B to the IMP. Bun B, that's Texas, baby. Ball and G, that's Memphis, baby. Short dog, that's open, baby. Ain't nothing but pimping these days, G. My C got locked up, but these real still know they got some. Give a what you say. Short dog with UGK. Do you really wanna be like me? Spit game like Snoop and TIP. Pretty girls in the VIP. They came with Dre. They don't need ID. Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. Your mind is gone. Your brain is blazed. You've been wide awake for the last three days. Popping. It goes down for real, don't stop, just keep rolling downhill, crash and burn, can't stand, fall back, you're doing too much, you can't handle all that, man, it's been way too long, time to let the whole world play your songs, like me, my sh** gets around, lead a country, come back, and hit the town, I'm in Miami, New York, and ATL, Houston and LA, Axe Dave Chappelle, by my rich got it from me and made 50 million dollars i'm proud of you d but i'm crazy you don't want to be like me i come from east Oakland where the youngsters get hypey blow it 
Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. Okay. So Loved it. Big tune. Brings back lots of memories. So this is the bridging track before we get into some electro. Okay, here so we go. So I'm going to go way back. How far? Going to go back to 1989, I think it was. Oh. 1990. What a year. Yep. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of any. I was born 85. I would have been four. I remember those years fondly. <laughs> but... um. I have recollections of this tune being one of the first, like, electronic songs that I was exposed to just through commercial radio. Ever? So, yeah. So, there was obviously dance music started to come out around the late 80s on the radio. Uh, Jam and Spoon had Ride in the Night. In the which 80s? Came out there, I think that was late 80s or 1990s, like wow. early 90s in that time period. Um, and this song is just an epic, it's an epic tune um it's enigma and it's sadness part one which if you don't know the name of it you'll know it when you hear it because it's an absolute classic um so yeah and this and this is the first dance this is one of the first dance tunes i can remember listening to yeah yeah so like it more not dance when it, when but electronic electronic music yeah. yeah yeah is that too slow no i don't think so no. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I know this tune. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Oh. Oh. The hymns. This has a flute in it, doesn't it? Flute-esque sound. Oh, this is a beautiful tune. What was it called? Sadness, part one. Is there a sadness, part two? No, that's too sad. We won't play that. <laughs> Happiness, part three. That that's definitely a pan. That's a pan flute. Okay. I was about to say that's a pan pot.
You know, that reminds me of um, Children by Robert Miles. Yeah, and, it's got um, the same kind of flow to it, huh? Absolutely. And do you, do you remember that tune, um, Sunshine by Dario G? Oh, God. Up, Jesus. Uplifting <laughs> as fuck. On the same tip. Maybe you could do a mix with all those three. Or not. Um, maybe, I guess. <laughs> well, <laughs> what's up next? <laughs> Sunshine, oh, you, my <laughs> you stole me thunder. Oh, look at you go. Um, no, I'm going to one of the all-time classics. Um, I don't care if you hate this song. I think you are an illegitimate child and you should be thrown off the face of the earth. Um, this song was made by the film clip that it had. Oh. Um, oh. Everybody remembers. I, I just saw it was on the sleeve. <laughs> So this was yet again and one of those tunes that everybody knew. Um, and how did you a, how did you come across it? It was on MTV, MTV say, or, or Channel V. I got on it via yeah. Rage. So it's an absolute classic. The hand puppet, the cigars. What's that his are, name? The cigars that are sausages. Flat uh, Yeah. <laughs> so it's Mr. Oizo, Flatbeat, um, and it is an absolute fucking. Swinger of a tune. Yeah, it feels it feels weird listening to it without the field clip because the field clip is that good. It's coming. Where is it? Oh, you got to do this. Oh yeah, I used to know shenanigans. Hold off on the next goat. One of the things I love about the, um, the extended edit on the record is just listening to how that dirty, filthy, filthy bass line comes in and how the elements are kind of added. And then all of a sudden you're there and you're like, how the, how the fuck do we get there? There it is. Thank <laughs> you. 
Hey you guys, if you if you're liking the tune, you can cheer some bits or subscribe or or even even donate. Thank you, Mark. Beautiful tune. Would you classify that as electro? I don't know what I classify it as. <laughs> electro house. Elect- yeah. Electro house. I don't know. It's super unique. I'd I just say it's almost cinematical. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. It's such it is it's such a fun tune, isn't it? There's been so many remixes of that as well, but there's nothing quite like the original. And that sounds so so hefty. Oh, on the vinyl, doesn't it? Yeah, bulky. Where did you do you remember where you got that vinyl? Yeah, vinyl warning. Nice. Yeah. Rest in it's peace. A, it's a it's a repeat. It's a repress. Okay, so. gotcha. Um, so I'm gonna just kick it up a notch. Um, this is actually going out to the um, other substance brother who's in exile at the moment, Simon. Um, uh, this is the earliest song that I have a memory of um, actually partying with Simon too. Um, so I met someone about 20 years ago, um, would it have been? No, 19, 18 years ago, I think, um, at my ex-girlfriend's house uh, down in Mount Eliza. And we went, we were heading to, I can't remember the name of the techno party. This got dropped. We were hanging out chatting. Um, it's one of our go-to tunes together. Um, yeah, it's um, Tomaz versus Filterhead Sunshine. Oh, my God. So oh, I'm gonna. It. So I'm just gonna also for these tunes. I'm just gonna uh, drop, uh, cut the cue track, obviously, because um, we don't need to hear that. So I'm just gonna um, play this in honor of uh, Simon. Man, hope you're um, having a good listen. Absolute tune. Um, I would also like to put in um, a bit of a warning, though, as well, for anybody who's listening at home, and Alex is going to probably say the same thing. My vinyl collection is not kept in nearly as good condition as George's, and a lot of these records that are coming up have been battle-tested. They've been puked on, they've had beer put on them, the, the a couple a- of dodgy pills are probably still floating around in a sleeve somewhere. But like, Give it yeah. a spritz with the AM cleaner. That's mate, what I'm this for, isn't, mate. mate, I don't even, I don't think that yeah, can save Yeah, AM cleaner record. can't help with this fucking condition. <laughs> Wait, throw some slappers in the chat if you can, if you subscribed. Or some red hot tutors. Fuck 
Anthem. Absolute slapper of a tune. So good. Anthemic. Is that a word? Well, it is now. Anthemic. So I'm going to skip the Substance Masterclass because a lot of people are just wanting me to get to the 140 BPM <laughs> uh, uh, area, of the, um, area of the segment. And I'm running out of time. I didn't realise it would go so quick. It does, last, doesn't Here it? we are. So this tune did the rounds at Candy PhD um, and Elevation back in the days when I was residencing there. A uh, little bit of a thumper. It's got the um, the most one of the most well known um, techno producers, Carl Cox. Coxie. His um, his mashup of Cohen and Deluxe, Just Kick. I don't know this. You will. I will. Mm. Just gonna start it there. Coxie lives in Melbourne now. No. Oh, I know this. Pounder. Oh, the name of that previous track, Kay, was uh, Tomaz versus Filterhead Sunshine. There you go. There you go. Thank you, Simon. I'm not fucking about, mate. I've got tunes to get through. And if you want to sit, sit and listen to a whole heap of fucking Q tracks, you're all, you're all ears, but we're just getting on with the show here, mate. Uh, next one. This one's actually for Luke, if you're listening. Um, 
I went to great lengths to find out exactly what the name of this tune was, uh, Soul T. Back in the PhD days, was playing this every other set, and it was just irritating me trying to find it. Um, is uh, Guy McCaffer. Uh, it's a bootleg off the Raw series that he would do, and it is a mix of... It's a remake or rehash of Mel and Kim's Respectable. I don't know any of these tunes. You know when you're here. Would you classify this as tech trance? Techno? It's just dirty. Just dirty. Bangarang. Couple of BPMs on this one. Thank you for the bits, Luke. Absolute fucking legend, mate. Tell how much you've played this tune. Have I like had so flat? Well, this was used. I bought this off, uh, I think Discogs. Yeah. Back in the day. Yeah. Was it this flat when you bought it, or you? No, no, no. Damage? This is this is this has been to a lot of Enchanteds in Adelaide. Yeah. And it's 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 seen some shit, man. <laughs> you can tell. You can tell. Sorry, Simon.
Holy dooly. Had some legs. <laughs> so, <laughs> <was it>? <laughs> <laughs> Wowza. Wow. Yep. <laughs> yep. Bit going on. That's a record and a half, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, anyway, what? here's Wonderwall. <laughs> <laughs> um, no worries, Luke. Happy to oblige. You're going to love the next one as well. So this is going... This is the first ever tune that I dropped in my first ever set at Hard Candy, uh, at Billboards. I, I remember that. Yeah, first ever set, um, coming after Crash, coming on after Crash. Um, I always found it very, very odd that all of the DJs at Base Station and Hard Candy, though, had particular songs that you weren't allowed to touch. Um, I got told off severely by Crash after this, after playing, playing this one, one, especially directly after him. Because it was his tune. Um, no, he didn't write it. That's why I always felt it was odd. Like when I got told that I could never drop "Murder Was the Bass" whenever a certain person was on the lineup. So, oh, I'm in trouble. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but yeah, so this one's um, yeah, great tune. Uh, it's Shark Boy, Nighttime. <laughs> Trance, hard trance, uh, UK hard dance. Or you can you can instantly hear that bouncy hard dance kind of beat, can't you? Yeah, and remember what they said about talking, so we probably shouldn't talk. S- sorry, guys.
Banger alert. Ooh, yeah, that one had some legs as well. <laughs> Reckon that could do 100, uh, the 100 metres in about eight seconds. Uh, easily. 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 That takes me back to hard candy days. Yeah, well, just you sit right there, little man. <laughs> we're not going, we're not straying far from the path, I can tell you. There's something about hard dance and hard house that it's, it's just, just so, so fun and playful. It's so fun and, and cheesy. Yeah, and, just, and upbeat. Um, so this is a, um, a remix that I stumbled onto when I was working at One Stop DJ Shop, which is found out a couple of years ago that it's uh, Phil York and Technical, I believe. And the vinyl actually has Love Sky written on it, but it's not actually Love Sky, it's Love Shy. So it's a remix of Christine Bond's house tune from the early 2000s, yeah, I know Love it. Shy. But this, oh, holy dooly. That's all I've got to say. About it's a big it. one. It it's got some. It, 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 I reckon that SpaceX would use this for a, a launch because it's 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 pretty big. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a thumper. A so, double quarter pounder with cheese. Mate, perhaps. I'll just. I don't even think I need to talk about it. I'm okay. just gonna let the tune do here, the work. Here we go. Are you? <laughs> Was this a, a Taran M essential? Yeah, no, so this was one that I found that I told them they'd get fucked if they yeah. played it. <laughs> Would you classify this as hard house, hard dance? UK hard dance. UK hard dance, okay. Is there a US hard dance? Yeah, it's called heavy metal. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. I th- we're actually gaining viewers at the moment. So I feel that everyone's enjoying the music. Let us let, let us know in chat. I'm really interested to hear like if everyone in chat is um, an old school raver or if this music's new to you, let us know. Original of this tune is like on Ministry of Sound Chill Out Sessions 2. Sorry.
yourself, TC. Another whopper, yeah, delicious with, with bacon, with bacon. So, yeah, absolutely love that tune. I'm just gonna go. Man, these are reminding me of like walking down into billboards and slowly hearing the bass kind of come down as you're going down the steps. Look, I'm not gonna lie, I feel a little bit ill with all the memories yeah. coming back to me. <laughs> The states I was in. Good, bad, yeah. <laughs> indifferent. And I'm not talking about Western Australia or New South Wales when I say the state I was in. <laughs> um, the next tune that I am going to drop is from, look, they're pretty much, them with Scott Project are probably the biggest hard trance producers ever. It's Cosmic Gate. Yep. It's a cover of their, uh, it's their interlopation of uh, Awakening uh, by Rank One. So... This one, I was a bit, little bit late to the party on with it, um, but it's an absolute, it's an absolute thumper of a tune. How yeah. old would you say this is? <laughs> He's looking. Look, I'd hazard, I'd hazard against 19 years. 19 years. I, I don't know personally, but I think 2001. So, oh, it'd be 20 years now. Yep. Quick math, quick math. <laughs> so, yeah, this is uh, Rank 1 Awakening, a Cosmic Gate remix. Nice. You can already tell it's cause it's got that drum. Yeah. <laughs> it could be Vanessa Mae Whitebird, it could be this, it could be exploration of space, you don't know.
Another one. The synth stabs. Yeah, it's just such an iconic breakdown. Isn't like, it? Yeah, name a more iconic breakdown. No, I actually don't because the chat will just Maybe explode. a couple. Yeah, maybe n not the best of all time. But still, I think that's probably Cosmic Gate's best work in terms of the remixing uh, side of things. For sure. I'll wait for other people to talk to me about that. So next one is uh, Mark Jerome, Kill It. So... This was another one that I had to hunt for. Um, you'll recognise the Kill Bill sample, uh, oh. Lucy Lou. This did the rounds a fair bit uh, as well. Uh, yet again, uh, warning did the for rounds the vinyl, uh, PhD, yep. uh, and Bubble as well when I was playing there. This was a, uh, oh, make some noise. Yeah, we'll try. Um, just a warning, the vinyl on this, I remember when I got it, it was pretty... Oh, it's warped it. too. It was warped when I bought it. Seen so. some shit. Yeah. Yeah, good luck mixing into this one. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you guys can... Oh, you can't really see it on the stream. You can hear it though every time <laughs> it gets to the warped part. Mate, if it was, it'd be a good skateboarder. It's doing a couple of good ollies yeah. Jaders, Jaders with 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 Haley, they decided to get get out of Dodge Town because all the boys are here. Yeah, wise move for sure. I encourage you. 
challenge you from time to time and always in a respectful manner to question my logic. If you're unconvinced a particular plan of action I've decided is the wisest, tell me so. But allow me to convince you, and I promise you right here and now, no subject will ever be taboo. No worries, Eleanor. Except, of course, the subject that was just under discussion. The price you pay for bringing up either my Chinese or American heritage as a negative is, I collect your fucking head. Just like this fucker here. Now, if any of you sons of bitches got anything else to say, now the fucking time! I didn't think so. My fat pants up in the in the cupboard upstairs. I was just thinking to myself, if GHB had a national anthem, that is that song would probably be right up there. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> um, all mm. right. So Luke already ki- already picked it. Um, what's coming up next? He saw the blue. Um, Explain the K series to us, Tarrant. So K series was. Um, I, I'm trying to remember whether it was Phil York or it was two pretty famous UK hard dance um, producers that would basically get together and just do really banging remixes of um, of tunes. So, no white labels, right? Yeah, all white labels, all one-sided um, tunes, such like Papua New Guinea, Carte Blanche. Got a, no, Carte Blanche was UN. Uh, Papua New Guinea, Punk by Ferry Corsten, got it doing over Sanctuary. Just taking, like, it's basically just a repress and UK hard dance version of the song. But this... But they, they were so well done. They were so well done. And I think it was because UK hard dance or UK hard trance was just starting to, like, really separate itself from hard house and separate itself from hard trance. Yeah. And because it was such a new sound, it just kind of, 
like it kind of wedged itself in between and mm. ma- offered a point of difference. So didn't didn't one of them make their way onto like the hard candy CD like two the volume no, two or something three volume three volume three yeah well that's weird. like if they were if they were white labels how did it how did they get the relate the we rights to, yeah yeah they just snuck it through. Anyway, I don't think the German producer of whatever song that is the remix would be sitting there going, I'm going to go and chase my $4.85 royalties from uh, Mushroom Records. Yeah. <laughs> they were great CDs though. Yeah. yeah, so Phil Reynolds and Phil York, which were uh, eventually signed to Nuclears. Oh, well, no, they were signed to Nuclears the whole time. Yeah, yeah so, thanks Luke. Yeah, so yeah, this is the, this is the first one that they did um, yet again. Number one. Bit of a tuna and this is Moby Go. Oh,
Woof. Oh. Woof. Woof. Wouldn't say that's my favourite from the K series. Oh, I beg to differ. Oh. Oh. I don't know, man. I, I don't think... I, I, I like the, the Papua New Guinea one. Yeah, the problem... And the punk one was just played everywhere. You yeah, it wasn't... Yeah, it. me, me. Uh, yeah, me. I overplayed a bit. Yeah, they closed. You, you did. We we can we can tell them about that later. You'll tell them. All right. So this is my second last one. Um, have no idea who this is. Uh, another white label picked up in the uh, when you work at a record record store and you get everything before everybody else. You, you just kind of you pick up a few little cheeky cheeky bangers. Uh, bit of the dire straits. Oh, is this is this a, a Taran M? Yeah, essential. Yeah, yeah this okay. is the this is uh, oh god, money for nothing uh, remix by some guy. <laughs> some white label <laughs> dude. To be don't, don't you hate that? You get a really good white label remix, and it's, there's no yeah. credit on on it, and you just never find out. Oh, who it's, actually a, did it. it's it's the label was bred too, and it's called I think I want my MTV. But that's hmm. um, yeah. This Luke's is, got uh, it. Luke, do you know who the, the I, I reckon it, is? I reckon that Luke could go through my record track record boxes and just go, yeah, it's just all. Yeah, <laughs> I have this. I have this. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, this is. Um, I want my MTV.
All right, so I'm just going to cancel that one out because it just basically re-loops itself again. Um, it's a clear way for Alex because I'm following Davey's suit and going a little bit over. The uh, last one, if I had to have a favourite tune... Here we go, here we go. ...to play out at a hard trance or a hard house gig, um, it'd be this one. Uh, it involves two of my um, favourite producers... Um, Give it a spritz. Make sure I got the right one. Give it a spritz yeah. with the AM cleaner, it's mate. Got the right side. No, it's all good, man. Okay, it's okay. doesn't need it. So it's Tony Devitt. Rest in peace. Yeah, totally. One of the you know four founders of UK Hard House. Mm-hmm. Like absolute, you know, the scene wouldn't have grown as big as it did without him. And then for UK Hard Dance, Guyver. Um, oh. So it's his interpret. It's his uh, remix of. Um, Tony DeVitt, give me a reason. Dude, he was young when he did this. Yeah, he was... Oh, like, no, this was... This was... Up. He was like 16 when he played yeah. Candy, right? Yeah. Yeah, but that was... Um, yeah. He hadn't released this as yet when he came out on tour. Okay. So that was uh, when he was tr- when he was still under Wright Brothers mm-hmm. as well. But this is just such a beautiful song and it just... the vocal hook in it the female vocal hook in the middle eight is just something else and so thanks for having me man this has been i don't know a trip i guess it's been fucking weird it's been the best (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if you guys could hear that that was a dad joke though it's so it's yeah how different is it just like rather than djing tunes to a crowd you're just playing one record to no one in front of you. It's a bit, it's a bit different, isn't uh, well, it? We've got two people over there. Oh, there's two people. <laughs> it is, quite. but it also makes you realise that a seven and a half minute tune on a, yeah, a, a lot dance record, if you cut out the cue in the end tracks, like, it's yeah, there's four not minutes, much. so it's just a normal tune. Yeah, but there's filler. Yeah. yeah, man, but thanks for having me um, in the short notice. It's been... I'm sure you'll be back later. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Well, without further ado... Let's get into it. This is this is a thumper for for people that don't don't know hard house. This is where it's at.
thumper. Absolute, absolute thumper. That, that was so good. I just want to um, I just want to make sure, Dave. Are you, are you ready to come on? Like, it just seems like you weren't really that ready for like the last two and a half minutes. Are you, so, are you okay? So, Davy, Davy's gonna jump in for a couple of tunes because he has to go. He's got um, fatherly duties to attend to later. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a distraught child at home he has to consult. So he's going to, um, he's going to jump in. Yeah, so. he's going to jump in and play a couple of tunes that he assures us... He's uh, not, Henry says. <laughs> <laughs> but they're going to be just as cinematical. He just turned around he's like, they were all Henry says, damn it. So he's going <laughs> to... He's going to play you a know, couple... You know what the best part about this is? I can play this fucking shit, this cheesy shit and give you shit. And it's, it's just brilliant. <laughs> So, yeah, Davey's going to play a couple of tunes and then uh, Alex Butler, a.k.a. Alex David, a.k.a. Alex DB, a.k.a. Harvey. Huh? The Alex Butler experience, a.k.a. Harvey Hooch, will be up straight after that. So let us let us know in chat do you, what, what we feel and what... Like, I always wonder... Um, with with hard house and UK hard dance, like it's a very niche kind of um, style of electronic music, and I know that it's not everyone's cup of tea, but we, myself, Taryn, and 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 Alex especially, we, I was going to say we grew up listening to that, but we kind of did in a way. It was part. Yeah, that's where we met each other, and and how we became friends with that soundtrack going on for every Friday to Sunday. <laughs> that fond, fond memories of going to Hard Candy and every other club that was playing all the harder edge genres. 